0: Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this very special edition. This is a two-part series. You'll need to have listened to part one. And that's important because part two kind of picks up where part one left off. But this is an episode that I released about a year and a half ago. This is part two. And I really need you to hear part one first, okay, because then it will all make sense And most of all, you will understand how so many of the decisions I was making, forced to make at this time when I recorded this episode, have since kind of worked themselves out because of something that didn't even exist at the time that I started podcasting. What you might not also be aware of is that I give so much credit to you. And thanks and gratitude and blessings that I can't even count because you share my show with other people because it's allowed me to find people like you who tune in and you get my jokes and you get my humor. And it's so much fun to work with people who get you, you know? And I am blessed beyond words, beyond measure that you encouraged me to keep going during this very difficult time, as you will hear in this episode. Okay, enough about what you'll hear. Remember, listen to part one first, and then off to part two. I'm Chalene Johnson, and you're listening to the process of reverse engineering a really difficult decision. Now, if you haven't already listened to the episode I released last Friday, entitled The End, I'd love to strongly suggest you go back and listen to that. I promise it's really interesting. You'll hear from my kids, my husband, my sister. It's like reality TV, but in the form of a podcast. I promise it will make so much more sense when you arrive back to this episode. And this is not a normal episode for this particular podcast, but I'm hearing amazing things. Our subscribers have just gone through the roof the outpouring of support and feedback and interest in the show, to be honest, has made my decision even tougher. So without further ado, and I never thought I would say this, last week on The Shaleen Show. Well, this was supposed to be my farewell episode. Obviously, it's taking a ton of time and I want to figure out return on investment. And he pulled me aside on one of their timeouts, looked me right in the eyes and said, What's going on with this podcasting?
1: The primary purpose of the podcast is it attracting mm-hmm. the new people that we want to attract?
0: And I guess that's because, deep down, I'm not sure I'm convinced this makes sense. The consensus is that I need to stop podcasting. And are you doing them weekly? Weekly? <laughs> Get with
2: program here, sister.
0: What I didn't expect to happen was to fall in love
1: you know you're doing your part i mean the the rest of us doing
2: like right
0: now any video i put on facebook i get a million at least a million reach if not two million reach like right and that's taking me maybe 10 minutes do you think i gave good
2: advice
3: yeah you probably do you probably give great advice that
2: we've probably already heard
0: (laughs) my lifers i need your help
4: and do i say i may be back I'll be back. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know about that one.
0: First, I never expected the outpouring of like really sincere, passionate, heartfelt responses. And I was really surprised that so many of you thought that I had made my decision, that it was over, that it was done. You were one of the persons that through listening to you, it felt like I really made a connection with you as a real person. And every time I, I recommended you and I talked to other girls about you, I said, the Barbie that you see working out there, it's nothing in compare of the beautiful woman that it's on the inside.
5: And it makes me so sad to see you leave. And it just breaks my heart because I... I'm not an entrepreneur, but I am an entrepreneur of my family and my family is my business and I am the CEO of my family and I really needed people like you
0: supporting there. (sighs) This is a hard thing for me, a hard day. Yeah. Tell me that you could listen to dozens of messages like that and not just feel heartbroken. I felt so guilty and then I was allowing guilt to affect my decision. I truly wasn't looking for people to beg me to stay or fishing for compliments or hoping that people would talk me into it. I really wasn't. I was looking for a piece, a piece of the puzzle that was missing. I needed your help. I wanted you to tell people about the show. I wanted to find out if it was resonating with other people and you helped so many new people find the show and subscribe. But the best part about all of this was finally getting to meet you.
3: Hi, Shaleen. I am Abdul Aziz from Saudi Arabia, and uh, I'd like to tell you that I am addicted to your show because I'm finding I'm finding it very useful in my
2: life. I am addicted to your podcasts. I'm more addicted to listening to you than you are to making them.
4: Oh my God,
2: girl! You
4: have got to come back to build your tribe. Do your podcast, okay? So that's it. I just want to tell you I love you. I love everything that you're doing.
1: Uh, the podcasts are incredible. Only because there's so much content and so much information. I don't listen to your podcasts walking the dog or driving the car because I have, I have to pull over and keep taking notes down. So I actually sit there and listen to it as if I was in one of your seminars. Whether it
2: was- Honestly, I feel like I kind of know you through your podcasts and you have a newfound credibility with me. You are so much more than just a fitness professional.
1: Shalene, I want to tell you that I absolutely love your Build Your Tribe. Um, as often as you're going to put out podcasts, I will be listening to every single one. You know you have a fan, Brian, in Denver, Colorado.
2: Your podcast makes me better, helps me be the best version of me. I actually started looking forward to my hour drive to work in the morning because of Build Your Tribe. I'm a
4: young entrepreneur, and you were one of the first people I was ever introduced to when I built my business. When I became-
2: And after just a few of the Shaleen show episodes, I've really started to map out my career path and take initiative where I was otherwise kind of slacking off.
0: You've been listening to my voice for so long. It was so cool for me to be able to hear your voice. And a lot of these messages made me feel so good. But not everybody agreed that I should continue. I'm not sure who this quote comes from, but I love it. Don't base your decisions on the advice of those who don't have to deal with the results. Time to call mom. I've been bugging them all week to listen to the episode. Usually they're my biggest fans. They can't wait to, to read a blog post or check out my latest video. But for some reason, I just, it was like pulling teeth to get them to listen to this podcast. Not to mention the 45 phone calls I had to make as tech support to teach them how to download the app, how to then find that particular episode. Then we had to discuss all the other previous episodes that they listened to by accident before finding the episode called The End. I finally helped them figure out how to use the podcast app to download the show and take a listen. So did you finally get to hear it? Yeah,
4: I just, oh, I listened to part of it um, the other day and then I just finished listening to it today on my phone, yeah.
0: Okay, so you haven't heard anything yet from Marge, that's my mom, but just based on her vocal inflection, where do you think this is going to go?
4: I didn't feel like at the end you had really made your decision.
0: Well, isn't that good then? Like, because don't you feel like there, that I made the case for that there? There's a need for more evidence. Like, I need to figure this out. What's your opinion?
4: My opinion is it takes too much time away from your family. You know, you've got it going on. I think that um, I'm I'm not a fan of the podcast. Absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not.
0: Well, did you like the show, though? Did you like the storytelling version of it, like how it kept it suspenseful?
4: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was a little bit long.
0: If I can be a human here for a moment, specifically a daughter. I really was excited for my parents to listen to this episode. I was really proud of how we told the story. I mean, if I do say so myself, I thought it kept people really interested. I mean, I heard from so many of you that you were captivated listening to it. Margin Bill, not so much.
4: No, I was just waiting for you to say, okay, I've listened to everybody. It's the end. It's that's the name of the thing, the end. And Dad said, okay, she's ended it. It's over. I'm like, oh. And then I was listening to him. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs>
0: Oh wait! So Dad listened to the whole thing, and he was like, "She ended it."
4: Yeah, yeah, he did. He said, "Oh, it's you know, it's the end. She's she's decided to end it." I'm like, "Really?" Because I just listened to it, and that's not what I
0: got. I've always been a strong negotiator, and it would be great to have her support. So I decided to see if I could get her to compromise. Well, what if what if I only did a couple a week, like? Jeez. T- <laughs> oh, no. No.
4: My answer would be, no, let's wait until after January and, and, and talk about it. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. All right.
4: <laughs> None.
0: <laughs> I became a little suspicious about their position. My mom had already told me, quote, nobody listens to podcasts. None of her friends listen to podcasts. And quite frankly, I spent um, more hours in the last week trying to teach them how to listen to a podcast than I actually would have spent recording several podcasts. I decided to test my theory, but it meant I had to set a trap. I got a call from Oprah's producers, and they want me to do, you know, Shaleen Show, but on TV, but it would be daily.
5: Ooh,
4: really? Now we're talking.
0: That was a trick question. Why is that okay, but doing a podcast isn't?
4: Um, why is it okay? And it's, it's daily, she said?
0: Okay, this makes me laugh. As you heard, I told her it was hypothetical, it was a trick question, but in my mom's mind, she's got me already accepting the Daytime Emmy Award for my upcoming new show with Oprah, which doesn't exist.
4: I feel like something like that may lead to something bigger, whereas I, I just don't think people are in the podcast. That's my <laughs> definite
0: opinion. Yeah, you're probably right. But I was only kidding about the Oprah thing. I, I was saying, like, hypothetically... <gasps>
4: Well, I, I kind of thought that's where you'd like to go is, is TV.
0: Well, I don't because TV, I mean, someday maybe.
4: Wait, wait. are you going to say TV takes up too much time?
0: No, my whole thing isn't about time. My whole thing is, for me personally, I need freedom. That is time. <laughs> well, yes, but it, but you don't. You have zero freedom when you're on someone else's schedule. If it's my schedule, I can jam pile everything into a month and then take a couple of months off because it's my schedule. And if you're on somebody else's agenda and schedule, then I just think that takes away freedom. And for me, no exposure or money is worth that. I hate giving up freedom.
4: Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. But, the, what, <laughs> but what you have engineered is you have now um, engineered yourself into having no freedom. That's what you've done. You've engineered yourself into having no Nobody's by the news, but you've got yourself by the news. mm Mm,
0: Mm. yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Do I have permission to use this call in my next podcast? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. I love you.
3: I love you, too.
0: (laughs) I love my mom. I love my mom and my dad. And all week long, they were very adamant about the fact that the decision really shouldn't be made by, by you, the people who are the listeners. They both urged me to talk to my staff, talk to my advisors, talk to my mentors, and make the right decision. Now, I know I always have their support, and they give great advice. So it certainly didn't hurt to hear from some of the people who this decision would affect. Last Friday, when I released this episode, I forgot that I, I hadn't said anything to Jeff. Jeff is the guy who does all of the announcements for both The Shalene Show and Build Your Tribe.
1: Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shaleen Johnson. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Your host has been known to lie about her height and her age.
0: And then I got this voicemail. Hey,
1: Shaleen, what's up? It's Jeff, your voiceover guy. I was just prefacing that because I don't know how many Jeffs that you know that have fantastic voices. Uh, I wanted to give you a call. I heard that you were debating about maybe the two podcasts, you know, I I don't know, choosing one or the other. And uh, I I think it's a fantastic idea. You know, I, I think you should just call it The Shaleen Show. You know what I mean? Because building your tribe and doing all that stuff, I mean, basically you know everything you know I've gotten so much out of just listening to the podcast you know in the editing process and and you know ultimately across the board both shows you're about helping people and uh, so I, I think condensing it down into one show and and just making it you know just be rock solid and you can teach people how to build their tribe you can teach them how to just live a better life and you know that's ultimately the message that comes across so regardless pick one Pick one, lady. I know, I know you're ambitious, um, but that's a good thing. But pick one. And now back to the Shaleem show. I don't know how that sounds on voicemail. See
0: ya. Next, I needed Lauren's input. Lauren Muchko runs the show at Team Johnson. She's been with us for several years. We recruited her and asked her to move across the country to help us run operations. She's more than the brand manager. She really cares about the business as if it were her own. She's super smart and really sweet, but sometimes she hesitates to share her opinion. So I kind of pushed her to just tell me what she really thinks. She's in the office every day. What you might not know about me is I'm an introvert. I kind of love being in this quiet little cave recording podcasts, but it's Lauren who's on the front line. It's Lauren who hears from our customers and I needed her honest opinion.
4: You only have so much time you can devote to Team Johnson outside of your family and your priorities. So as much as I hate to say this from a business standpoint, I wonder if it's really the best use of your time. So, and it's kind of sad to hear the messages from people who are coming in on SpeakPipe Mm -hmm. and your listeners and people who you really impacted. So because of that, I kind of hate to say this, but I, I also know because every day we get questions from customers and from people who are members of our academies and our online training programs and uh, people who have really made an investment in themselves and they take everything that you teach and they implement it and they really use it to improve their lives and their businesses. So, and the stuff that you're sharing on your podcast, it's pretty high level stuff and the stuff that if we spent a little bit more time, we could create some really great trainings for these people.
0: She's so sweet and she's so right. I mean, we had messages from people who are members of our academies and and Brett and I love coaching our entrepreneurs and they pay a premium for that. They should expect the best and they deserve the best.
1: And it would just seem that this is a, an added bonus to your students that maybe should be getting that first, putting more of your effort into the people who have invested their time and their money into what you've been providing.
4: It takes away value from probably your key priority. And then it takes away from the time you can devote to the smart success and your tribe there. So I think you know what you
2: got to do. And maybe this is so selfish of me and self-serving, and I don't want it to come across that way. But the content is incredible. But I think if You worked some of those podcasts and podcasting into the Smart Success Academy. I'd be much, I'd like the idea of sharing the Smart Success Academy with my friends and family much more.
0: The weird thing is, I hear these arguments and they're super valid, and I agree with most of these arguments, but yet I still want to podcast. This has been a really good exercise for me because. I sometimes want to shake people when I feel like the answer is so obvious and all of the signs point to no or all of the signs point to yes. And then that person just ignores everything. And I, I realize I'm now that person, but because I have a key priority statement to press these decisions against, I just couldn't find enough things that were conflicting it to say no to podcasting. Part of being a good leader is having strong intuition before you have proof. And I can't help but keep looking at the people who I completely admire, who don't need to be podcasting, like Michael Hyatt or Dave Ramsey. And then the people who are just killing it in books and in social media, like Gary Vaynerchuk or Ice-T. Even Tim Ferriss has a podcast. So there's gotta be something to this. And then the people who I really admire and have become friends because of podcasting, like Amy Porterfield, So I put that question to her. I'm like, all right, so why are you doing this and how do you justify it? Because podcasting is intimate.
4: I'm able to intimately connect with my audience more than I ever have been able to do with my products or my programs or anything else that I do. Think about it. People are listening to your podcast with earbuds and earphones. You're literally talking into their ear. That's the intimate connection I want to make with my audience. I'm pretty passionate about it because I know that it really, really makes an impact.
0: Amy's right. And that's what I was hearing, too. Like in this message that I passed around to so many people, we started affectionately referring to it as the crunchy leaves message.
2: Celine, I'm listening to your podcast like I do every time a new one comes out. I'm in my woods going for a walk with my dog and the crunchy leaves. You cannot quit the podcasts. I love them. I love your videos on Facebook, but if they're 10 minutes, I'm not watching them. I'll give you two minutes, three minutes, but not 10. I breeze right over them. I can listen to a podcast for 30 minutes when I'm walking, when I'm in a car, no matter what I'm doing. I can plug that little earbud in my ear and multitask and still get your words and they inspire me, they motivate me. Please don't quit.
0: I felt like that's the kind of message I would record if one of my favorite podcasts went away. Like, I'd be upset, and I'd record a message like that, and I don't know what I would do, but I would be mad. And then there were those messages that touched me, and I couldn't stop thinking about, and they went deep into my purpose, and my soul, and my heart, and I just I couldn't stop thinking about them. Like this one from a construction worker in Tennessee.
5: My name is Romero. I am a construction worker. In my morning break, I was going to my iPhone, and I got on the, the podcast on iTunes, and I found your show, and I just want to say that I love your show. Uh, it I listen to it all day. I want to say that it. Your podcast is the, is a goldmine, and and it gave me uh, it gave me new direction, inspiration, gave me hope, it gave me ideas, uh, new momentum to, to keep on doing what I want to do. And my goal is to to be my own boss. I want to uh, make a living and be here with my kids, watch my kids grow. I want to know how to reach my goals. And I believe you can help me. I believe you know, I don't believe in luck, I don't believe in nothing like that, but I believe that God put me on your podcast to learn something. I wish you won't leave. I hope you stay. God bless
0: The truth is, when I hear messages like that, it's just uh, goes into my bones. I can't even shake it. It's pur- it's purpose. And you don't get that when you write a book. And you don't get that when you when you speak on a stage. I mean, not like that. Like someone who like heard the message and then heard someone who listened to the podcast episode, you know, like on his break, doing construction, and then takes the time to look up my website and leave me a voicemail. Is I don't even know what to say it's it's like such a gift that message and like the letter from the girl and who, who found me just sitting on a subway train in new york city and really had no interest in in me or in a plan b then i receive a handwritten letter from her which is so like do people even write handwritten letters anymore especially people who listen to podcasts but That was pretty cool. So we reached out to her and asked if she wouldn't mind reading her letter. I just felt like it had so much
2: more power and I kind of wanted to hear her voice. Hi, Shalene. I hope this letter finds you because I've been deeply compelled to share with you my personal experience with your podcast. I clearly am not the demographic you're trying to reach. I've never been on social media and I'm not trying to start my own business. Regardless, your podcast, which I found in October by browsing the News and Noteworthy section, has played a role in a recent spiritual enlightenment, epiphany, making myself a better person that happened concurrent with listening to the CJS. I was somewhat overwhelmed at the amount of shows you pump out, but I took walks on my lunch to get them in. Thanks to you, I'm back in therapy doing EMDR, and it is a life changing. You are affecting people so so positively. Personally, I don't care about getting your secrets to success for free. I was just looking for a positive, motivating podcast to help shift my thinking, so it was so bittersweet to hear you may walk away cold turkey. Also, your kids are right. If you need to keep one, nix the tribe. I see the business episodes on CJS and think twice, like, do I care? But I've listened to some, and maybe I can use the info one day. But it's just cool to hear you talk, like the decision, and talk openly on experiences and how you tackle them. But you love it. Isn't that enough proof? You like helping people, that's a given. For people like me, non-social media, I won't follow you on Twitter or Facebook, but I'll keep listening to CJS, and I'll handwrite you a letter to bring you back to a simpler time where 140 characters wasn't an option. I'm passionate in life, and it was so important to let you know, you help people live well, not just business and stuff. Thank you for being a part of my pursuit of happiness. Michelle. The answer is to Continue.
0: This is my purpose. This is my passion. My decision has always been to do just that. The piece I've struggled with isn't the financial. It's not about the money. And all of those people who left me messages saying, why does this have to be about money? It's not about money. But it is about commitment to other people and integrity and and business and, and promises. And no, I don't need the money to do podcasting. That was never a question for me. And to all those people who questioned me and said, isn't the fact that you love it, isn't that enough? It isn't enough just to love something. I love to paint. I can't suddenly spend 10 hours a week at the beach painting the ocean without first carefully examining that decision and all the people it would affect. I mean, if I'm going to do that, I've gotta make plans for it. I've gotta make arrangements. I've gotta take care of people. I've gotta have an exit strategy but I love my work. I love what I do. I just had to find a way for this to make sense for everybody. And I'd made my decision to continue. There you have it. I'm going to continue podcasting. But the reason why you need to hear this process is because there was still a missing piece. Like when I pressed this decision against my key priority, the answer was almost yes. There were two critical pieces that were missing. Number one, is this the best way for me to help and to connect with people. And number two, what's the right frequency? I don't wanna do it once a week. I decided to call my friend Jordan Harbinger, another person who I've met because of podcasting. He's the host of the number one show, The Art of Charm.
3: The Art of Charm is where ordinary guys become extraordinary men.
0: The show is freaking awesome. I think you'll find it in the health category, but if you have any business interest whatsoever, it's like the best show about confidence and charm and likability and just fascinating topics. Jordan has been podcasting for a long time. His business is proof that it pays off. He's an expert and he's got a strong opinion.
3: Honestly, man, people, people that tell you stuff like that, if they're not podcasting, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And. Mm-hmm. In- how many people are deeply engaged with your one hundred and forty word tweet? And how many people mm-hmm. are deeply engaged with the hour of your voice in their friggin' earballs?
0: I'm pretty sure he just said earballs and that's why I love him.
3: And further, the way people share podcasts is they go, Here, listen to Shaleen. She changed my business and she's changing my life, right? That's how you share podcasts. Mm-hmm. You don't need a mechanism to do that.
0: This next piece really seals the deal for me. I mean, you can call it intuition or information, but things are about to change.
3: Apple, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, you don't think they're working on ways to make it more shareable every single second that they exist? That's their whole point. It's going to change because something like 50%, mm-hmm. every car next year, have 4G radio, which means like you can run Pandora on there. You can get iTunes streaming in there. Those podcasts are going to be streamable in the car. People are going to push a button on their steering wheel, and it's going to be like, search for motivational and it's going to be like boom, Chelene show, the art charm, mm. those things are what's going to be popping up. Nobody's going to yeah. listen to 104.1 in the morning and maybe a DJ that's like, "Hey everybody, traffic is a bit and it's 97 degrees <laughs> on the 101. Nothing's even moving. Nobody wants to do that."
0: So so like all these people are like, "Chelene, it's obvious. Just do once a week or once a month. I just can't do it. That just it's like that's not even being in it." Am I right? Of course. I
3: mean, here's the thing. If you do it once a month, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I guess I need to do a podcast for this month, whatever. Right? And so for me, yeah. three times a week, it, I release that. And honestly, I could do a daily show. I'd, maybe I'll switch to a daily show. It's hard to say. But
0: right, right. You
3: have to be in it. You have to be feeling it. Obviously, you know, I get passionate about this stuff, and nerdy as it is. But I think if you do it once a month, you might as well not do it at all. You might as well not do it at all. You might as well not do it at all.
0: m g Do you understand what he just said? That's it. That was my smoking gun. That was that surprise piece of evidence that I've been searching for to crack this case. I had stacks and stacks of evidence. I could have steamrolled to my decision very simply, but that's not what I teach. And in order for me to have my integrity, I couldn't just make a decision based on emotion. I needed to make sure it measured up against my key priority statement. And now I had it. I had all the evidence I needed. The final decision was now up to my family because that's where my key priority centers. And once my family could tell me how often they were comfortable with me podcasting, I would have everything I need to move forward confidently knowing I made a decision that honored my key priority. I wanna thank you for working so hard to help me find a solution. So many of you said, I don't want you to cut back, but, but if you need to, how about just once a week or maybe once a month? And there were thousands of you who called in to say,
2: once a week is enough. I say to keep it to one to two a month, maybe. How about you do a podcast once a month that is an hour and a half long?
4: Hopefully you'll do maybe at least once a month. Maybe just cut it back to once a week. I would be fine with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God bless you guys. I love you so much. But I could hear in your voices that you were making the same kind of compromise that I was making. You don't want just one a week or one a month. You'd accept it, but it wasn't what you wanted. And I knew that. So I put a survey out on Facebook and I asked you, of those of you who listen to my podcast show, in a perfect world, honestly, how many would you want? Over 50% of the people said we want three to four a week, which is awesome. But again, this piece I'm gonna leave up to my family. But first, we had to settle a sibling dispute. Wow, that's not very. You're not being nice to her at all. You really aren't. You're being sassy pants. I told her two things.
3: One, she's not not infiltrating the system of boys and
0: football team by going to see
3: Dumb and Dumber. Infiltrating the system. And two, she knows how much I hate feet. She hates feet the same. She should understand while I'm eating. I don't want her gross, smelly, post-soccer practice feet up on the (laughs) same table.
0: That seems reasonable. The manner in which you asked, I asked her. i asked you
3: multiple times. And she's Has He asked you multiple right times? Yeah. It's the down. first time he was push
4: the same. Put your foot down. Put your foot down. Time the your Okay. Show back I saw a
0: rainbow yesterday. But do you mean stars? I am sorry. so much. What? Oh, so just for the record, your official position on podcasting. Once
3: or twice a week. Once a week. Yeah, once, one show, once twice a week.
0: You And honey? One show. How many? No set schedule. No
5: schedule?
0: At this point, it's just Brett and I, and we're driving to my Pio class. I just wanted his, his thoughts on it, like one more time. What did he really feel about the frequency? What do you think the right number of shows is?
1: I, I'm 100% the firm believer is you don't tell people what the, how many shows you're going to be. Maybe maybe you're just like cranking and you're like, I put three shows out this week. And you give them three shows. And then suddenly you can just give them one. I, I don't want you to get pigeonholed. I love them. that. We we have it. one every day. You might do a serial that's like that. You, you have some subject that you want to do a reality show on and you have enough info to cut it up into um, five 30-minute shows and you just do it every week. And then you're like, oh, okay,
5: see you next week, you know.
0: I love you. Are you going to bring my yoga mat in?
5: Yes, I'll bring your
0: yoga. Mat. Yeah, so there it is. My family totally supports me continuing to podcast. The compromise is I'll focus on the Shalene show. And I'd love to tell you I have a set schedule, but my family doesn't want me to have a set schedule. And that's the bottom line they are my key priority. And so for that reason, despite the fact that my subscribers would go higher and more people would download, if you knew how often and what days I was going to release episodes, I can't make you that promise because the promise I have made is to my husband and my children to do what's right for us. So there you go. I hope you love The Compromise. I thank you so much for listening to this whole process. I hope it's really shed some light on the way You should make difficult decisions. Difficult decisions should be made slowly, talking to a lot of people, being honest, looking in the mirror, and choosing not to be ignorant about important information. Yes, go with your intuition, but your key priority should always shape your final decision. Lifers, I hope you know that this process has made me fall deeply in love with you. And Jordan was right. The way we share a podcast is very intimate. It's usually when you're sitting next to somebody who you love and you know their interests. You know what they like. You know whether they actually use their iPhone or their Android to make themselves better. You know if they crave this kind of information. So my ask, my favor of you, I'm not going to ask you for money. And I'm not going to load the show up with a bunch of sponsors. Although it's an option and I'm not opposed to it. But what I'd much rather do is enlist your help. Number one, I love it when you leave me voicemail messages. So go to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. That's where all those people were leaving me voicemail messages. Number two, when you are sitting next to somebody who you know, and you know they would love this kind of show, grab their phone from them, show them how to download a podcast, and help them get subscribed to the show. Technology is going to make all of this much easier soon. But in the meantime... Until I have that opportunity to hear from you again, I just want to say, I love you from the bottom of my heart. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down, or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is, while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337. And that is for US residents then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There, you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear, And we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash
1: confidence
0: tips.